So let's talk about building a growth team and all the roles and responsibilities that are needed on that growth team. Uh, are those roles and responsibilities pretty consistent or different if you're looking at B2B growth teams versus B2C growth teams? What have you seen? Yeah, definitely. I, I think the disclaimer first is growth team really are different things for different companies. So there is no real standard answer. But what I observe is that for B2C companies, the growth team is much more, I would say, much more established or a much more mature concept. So there are usually growth product manager who is managing kind of the product related growth experiments. There is a growth marketer. And depending on what are the main channels this product is relying on, this growth marketer may have different channel expertise. Some are more focused on social acquisition. Some may be more focused on uh, viral referral and things like that. And there is also data analyst, designer, and developer. So I would say those five roles are the most typical common growth team composition for B2C products. And for a B2C product, B2C product, the growth teams potentially can focus on I would say early on, the, the most common focus areas are activation, like we talk about, acquisition. If acquisition is really important and there is opportunity to acquire aggressively during that period of time and referral. So those are some of the really early focus areas. Potentially, it can be one team. Some when you're bigger, you may have multiple teams, each focus on one area. And later on, the growth team focus area may move into retention, engagement, monetization. Like that's a, usually a more mature growth team will, will move there. But I think ultimately how you set up your growth team should be based on your growth model. The growth model is kind of a mathematical equation that break down your North Star metric into a few different variables. Once you do that, you will begin to see which variable is most important. For example, at Acorns, we broke down our monthly active investors into new investors, existing investors continuously invest. And we realized that if you begin invest, use those automatic features. That's key. That's it. So we focus a lot on that area, how to get you set up those automatic investment features. And we focus a lot on acquiring new because that's needed. So I think it's ultimately you need to think about your growth model and identify the areas you need a growth team to focus on and build your team's expertise around that. On the other hand, I think for B2B companies or B2B growth teams, first of all, not all B2B companies have growth teams and not all B2B companies need growth teams. A lot of companies do pretty well with sales growth funnel and their product is very well fitted into that funnel as well, right? So first of all, you want to think about is your product need to be working in PLG context. I've observed there are a couple different categories of products that work really well with product-led growth teams. One is collaboration tools, like those Slack, Airtable, Figma, GitLab, they have a huge collaboration components. So you someone use it will want some others to use it as well. So that is a very strong foundation for PLG. You want to amplify that. So a product-led growth team can be really helpful here. There are also developer-focused products. 
work well with PLG because developers hate to talk with salespeople probably the most. So like a lot of developer products are using this. And there is also the SMB focused SaaS products like Shopify, Siri, Siri Monkey. Their users are not the typical large enterprise. Their users are almost like individual users or SMBs, which work pretty well as well. So I think if you decided your product work with PLG, you can think about this PLG team. I think early on, the composition is actually pretty similar to what I just described. You have growth PM, data analyst, designer, developer. Maybe they work with a growth marketer, not in the team, outside of this team. Some B2B growth team, they even have a customer success in the squads, which I think is actually a pretty smart idea. If this growth team especially is focused on more like activation retention levers, because human element is so key for B2B. So that's the typical growth B2B growth team squad. And another thing I observed that's super interesting is that B2B growth teams can report to different uh, leaders, and that will kind of uh, set a different tone or, or perspective for the team. So I've have myself like at GitLab, I report to our chief product officer. So we are part of the product org. So my growth team focuses a lot on product usage, user experience, and using those as levers to drive growth. There are companies, their growth team located within sales organization. So this growth team may still have growth PMs and all the same people, but they have a revenue quota assigned to them and they basically need to meet that quota through maybe driving online sales, driving self-service purchase and things like that. There are growth B2B growth teams report to marketing leader. And that basically is kind of, uh, you do all the marketing work and you want to drive them to have conversion as well. So that's kind of the goal for typically that type of team. So that the, the, where the team is located actually plays a pretty significant role in where the team will be focusing on as well.